Hello and welcome to Unsocial Commentary, your favorite football banter podcast. Today I'm actually joined by Master Roshi from Dragon Ball Z. And um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to jump into a couple of things. Um, first of all, this week while we're recording, or while we are doing this, there is no Premier League going on. Um, there's an international break for the Nations League as well as, I think, other fixtures and qualifiers. Um, so we actually took the opportunity to look at the FIFA 22 rankings. Uh, FIFA is something that I've played from the time I was, I think before I even had an Xbox. Uh, oh, yeah. And Keegan is definitely, Keegan and Andrew, you guys have been very um, passionate about your FIFA player. I don't know if you still play, actually. Um, yeah, I do. Uh, obviously, a bit of studying and work gets involved, but... Uh or gets in the way, I should say. But yeah, every now and then I do go on and smash out a few hours. But yeah, I mean, I remember when we were kids, we used to go on the farm and we'd set up tournaments and yeah. make like a little knockout group stage and then just spend like the next four days and be like, okay, you guys need to make sure you're at the house so you guys can play the next fixture. <laughs> yeah, those were definitely good days. And hey, but people get sour about FIFA. Like, I also get sour about FIFA. Like, <laughs> I'm a lot better now. I think FIFA and uh, Rugby 08 were the cool. ones where people get sour because, you know, when you're yeah. about to lose, you can still always give that illegal stuff on and nothing really happens. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get lucky and you don't get a card for it, so it's, it's yeah. worth it. <laughs> if it's, especially if it's uh, uh, one that's going to save a try uh, in the last <laughs> minute. <laughs> I think, I don't know if you had to hold R1. And then all of a sudden, I think, like, yeah, <laughs> the bomb, nothing you can do about it. And yeah, hey, but the thing is, I've seen people fight because of FIFA. <laughs> and right Yeah, I remember Delali wasn't the, the greatest of losers either. I remember yeah. that. No, no one, no one is a, a happy loser on FIFA. And that's the annoying thing is that I think if you play someone regularly, maybe you get okay with losing here and there but if it's a thing like you know you go to a friend's house and mate's house and you guys are playing and you don't play each other very often it's oh. you, you get touched I, I there were a lot of times when i spent a few hours in richard's bay and i still i won't say i back myself as a, a great fever player but like i sometimes i do what i need to do to get the job done uh, and sometimes that happens against me and i do get touched about fever this i used to get oh. touched about fever i haven't played against anyone else except for your brother for a very long time so i think i'm cured but put me in the wrong setting and i think what happens when you guys play what's what's the normal uh, outcome last time we played i won but we played on xbox so that okay. is a thing I, I i not that i can't play on playstation but i definitely feel the xbox controller is a lot more comfortable for my hand uh, oh, yeah, your brother feels more yeah. your brother thinks it's it's annoying he he likes the playstation uh, controller, but he's not playing that much. Uh, he's obviously doing a lot no. of manager stuff. Um, yeah, FIFA twenty two football manager. Yeah, yeah. Although FIFA twenty two, um, I believe they give you a sort of mode where you can create your own club. Um, yeah, which actually brings bring, make sure that I, I don't forget this talking point about Newcastle. Um, so basically, it gives you a Newcastle uh, mode possibly. Uh, <laughs> so your yeah, brother that was very interesting, wasn't? It? Yeah, no, I think your brother's a bit excited. Not excited. He's he's tempted Hopeful. to see. Yeah, he's tempted to see what what happens with the new FIFA, but I don't think he's going to show up to buy it 
we both signed up to EA Play, so we get the previous version for free. Uh, oh, okay. So, so you got FIFA 21 for free now? Yeah. So every year oh, we're okay. getting the previous year's version for free. But they actually let us get FIFA 21 for, I think, uh, I had that quite early throughout the year. I think maybe March already. I was able to get oh, FIFA wow. 21. So how do you sign up? You just online. You just sign up with the email yeah. address, create an account. Yeah, and the nice okay. thing is that you can actually. I think it's like three hundred bucks every six months. Okay. Uh, not only FIFA, you get a lot of the EA Sport games, previous year's version. So if you want oh, to Madden, awesome. NHL, uh, oh, well, mostly Madden, NHL, and FIFA, I think uh, there's that uh, Rory McIlroy. Uh, oh yeah, the golf, and then there's yeah. probably like some boxing thing too. No, I don't think they make boxing, but UFC three comes for free. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So we, I, I have that um, waiting for them to say that we can download UFC four. Oh nice! I think I might have to do that. That yeah. sounds like quite a, a deal because it being on the boat that I'm on, like you know, in America and all that, we got quite a uh, how can I word it? An owner that is very interested in baseball. Okay. So we do end up watching quite a lot of baseball games. Um, and it's actually, I, I would rather watch American football, but baseball, some games can be quite exciting. So I might Seriously. have to do that and just download the game and just see what it's like. I've never, to be honest with you, I've seen, I don't understand the whole concept of baseball. I hear that it can take forever and a day. Same with football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they both, they both built around having... Um, ad breaks basically uh, okay. so they can just make revenue I mean they make so much money off TV deals it's like Jeez. in between the play like baseball it can go on for four or five hours sometimes mm-hmm. and football is a good three and a half four hour game and it's they only play four quarters or 15 minutes I think it is Jeez. so yeah it's like an hour of play but like almost three hours of nonsense in between wow um, have yeah. you actually played Madden or any of the... Um, I have I played guess, Madden NHL? before, but I've played Madden when I was back at school. Okay. I remember playing with, with uh, Orbs. He used to enjoy it, I don't know why, but okay. he always had Madden. So we'd always played, but like I never got into it. Like I never had the game or made a career or played. And then Mark Stone used to like, uh, what's it, ice hockey, whatever mm-hmm. that's called. So I used to play that with him, but also just go to his house and play a little bit like i never actually had the game but yeah it'll be interesting especially like you said they come you get the previous years for free so yeah. wouldn't doesn't hurt playing them so that works on your xbox too it's not just yeah. pc no i think your brother's got it for pc if i'm not mistaken so he does sure. his pc um, sure. so xbox pc um playstation obviously it's ea play and then you obviously have login and then yeah Oh, your web awesome. page and then yeah you can download and there are a lot of other i guess it's ea games so a lot of other non-sport related games i guess okay um but yeah you get good versions on it so that's that's quite nice i think i've got five yeah i'm sure they make enough money okay yeah i'm sure when they, when they release new games they make so much money it's actually good that they let people play the previous versions for free yeah so that's, that's the hack better. The hacker yeah. introduced into this household, and obviously that lets us get FIFA, I guess, for fractional cost, I guess, because it's always something that's going to be updated. And you know, nine hundred bucks each year, a thousand bucks each yeah. year for an update. And for, yes, maybe uh, there are a few features here and there, but basically, update and play next. Yeah, 
yeah sometimes like sure ah, not really but then also just to, like you can choose i mean if you really wanted to make your money work for you you could play eight or nine games so it's like yeah. 100 bucks a game which is yeah. unheard of yeah uh, so i guess fifa's always been the one that's been constant um, in terms of games sometimes we've got some new colleagues at my workplace and you know they asked who you speak about games and a lot of them are gamers and then when i said i actually i was like yeah, I'm, I'm a gamer and so oh, what do you play I'm like fifa and they're like nah <laughs> <laughs> fifa apparently doesn't count no yeah a lot of people don't think it is but i mean we had a guy on board that was a big gamer but he would play like never anything to do with sport it was either like the online first person shooter games or like just yeah really strange games that are like, like they're cool to play but i don't know man like you said we've always been fever's been a stable since oh, junior school really yeah so in terms i know that there was a bit of backlash from the more of the serious gamers in the fifa community there were a couple of issues with it being unrealistic obviously movement and i i i I can see how it can be difficult to try simulate everything exactly like a game. And I think the game has really gone far in terms of the things that it has given you. But stuff like where, um, you know, you're playing a home fixture or an away fixture. And if it's for a final, you know, sometimes it can get scripted. That doesn't really matter what mm-hmm. you do. They're going to score a yeah. goal yeah. to sort of put pressure and then they deny you and stuff. So those type of things definitely annoy me you 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 sure. your brother will tell you stories of me swearing at a few players but it's uh, crazy like i even do it just like to see what happens like if i play i think my current season at, at salford on mm-hmm. 2021 20, yeah on 21 okay. and that's like skulls and gigs's club david beckham they were in, invested in that club so i think i'm like in my second season, I got promoted the first year. So I'm still like below the championship. Mm-hmm. And like, if I'm, it's my squad's pretty good. Like I've got a few free agents and then a lot of youth players, mm-hmm. but um, like if I play a team that's bottom of the log, like I'll take a good 10 minutes of game time and I'll just pass the ball between my defenders just to get the possession stats up. Yeah. And once my possession stats get to a certain point, like if they take the ball, it's impossible to get it back. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, and nine times out of 10, they'll go and score. And it's yeah. like, there's literally nothing you can do about it. And, and that's kind of the one thing I've not liked about FIFA is if you watch any real football game, there's like, there's always a battle in the midfield. It's not mm-hmm. just ping pong. It's not mm-hmm. box to box, box to box. And mm-hmm. FIFA ends up being that way. Like you attack, they attack, you attack, they attack. Yeah. It hardly ever breaks down in the midfield or, someone plays it back to the goalkeeper on, you know, like you can do it yourself, but the AI never really does that. Yeah. It's always just kind of attack, 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 which I mean, it makes sense. It is the game that we want to see. We want to see goals. We want to defend and have people trying to score against us. But yeah, it's, but then again, you also limited, you only got what, 10 to 12 minutes of play time each yeah. game. So they can't really waste too much time in the midfield to get that. No. And also, you depending on the level you're playing on, obviously, I think there's one of the levels. I don't know if it's there's now, there used to be just, you know, world class and legendary. And now there's a level yeah. above there. And I mm-hmm. think when you get to legendary and the next one, you can sort of simulate if you're, if you're playing like one of the best in the world, meaning that the AI will sort of play a lot more like the online community. And when you see the pros play, it's very, 
weird. It's very stop starty, stop starty play. Like, you know, they're basically sure. having close control the whole time. Stop start yeah. and looking for gaps and you know, dribbling here and there and waiting for the perfect yeah. time to be made and stuff, which is sort of cool. Sure. Um, sometimes I look at those goals and it's like I have no idea where the creativity came from. Yeah, um, sure. Sure. And I don't want to play those guys. Um, no. But I even remember we had some of those at school, if I'm not mistaken. Like, you know, there was one of those fun days where there used to be a FIFA tournament inside one of yeah. the auditoriums, yeah. that indoor yes. auditorium at the huge TV. So I remember that. I think being at a boys' school, FIFA is a staple. Oh, yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, Especially definitely. like Queens, this yeah. was number one. It wasn't a school sport, but if it could have been, you know, there would be no one playing rugby in the winter. Everyone would be playing this <laughs> And even amongst but, our friends, it's a thing that if you can see a PlayStation, man, it's probably the first question you're going to ask to say that you have FIFA. Yeah. It's a second oh, controller. Sure. And then like, it's, going, <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. Yeah, and, like, based, and based on the events, maybe the person that came to visit you is not sleeping over anymore. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, to get into a little bit of... Uh, Premier League talk. I know there wasn't any games on this weekend, but I see now, was it yesterday or the day before that Newcastle's uh, takeover was confirmed? Yes. So Mike Ashley is uh, officially not the owner anymore, which I think has got a, we've got a lot of excited and happy Newcastle fans, but then also a lot of Newcastle fans that aren't happy. Like, because obviously it's the Saudis that have taken over, and right. a lot of the Premier League clubs aren't happy about it because, you know, another Man City or PSG or, you know, where there's just so much, or even Chelsea for that matter. It's just so much money coming in and yeah, I don't know. I mean, you want the club to do well and Mike Ashley definitely didn't have the shareholders I guess best interests at heart. He was just making money out of it and not really investing it and but it will be interesting to see because Newcastle have always been or previously have been a very big club in England. Yeah. I mean, when Shearer was there, they definitely challenged for the top position. So maybe they'll slowly work their way back. I do see they've asked United um, for a price for Anthony Martial. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's already like, you'd never have seen Martial go to Newcastle. Like you would yeah. never even thought it. So it'll be interesting to see I guess, over the next three or four years, because obviously with financial fair play, yes, we've discussed it's not quite a thing, but there will be like regulations on them. They won't be able to just buy Messi. If they'll have the money to do it, but they won't yeah. be able to, you know. So it'll be interesting to see the transformation of that club, I think, which is good. It's nice to have clubs coming up. It's just like, that's why Andrew's not really interested in football anymore. It's just all the money. So... Yeah, I don't know. I think it will be a, an interesting transformation for them and then see how, how um, competitive they can actually be in this league because they've always been kind of a mid-table. Well, last year they were like really struggling on their verge they're, they're, of relegation. Their bottom table that really gets relegated, you know, with the championship sure. comes back up again. But mm -hmm. the couple of things that I'm interested in seeing is one, obviously, like we have, I think when the when there was a city takeover by the Saudis before, I don't think we were old enough to comprehend what that money meant to the club. And I sure. believe you also mentioned the fact that they've done a lot of good in terms of the Manchester City or Manchester United, the area, the community. 
you know, a lot yeah. of upliftment, just a lot of stuff for their neighborhoods and the community and society yeah. there. So I'm very interested to now actually be, I'll say, a person which is monitoring and seeing how it is now versus how it is that they'll be in the next five years, if there's sure. going to be a good effect or a bad effect or whatever you call it. But I'm also trying, I'm also glad to see, I'll be excited to see how many new castle supporters like, you know, come out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I only know of two. There's one guy went to university called Jeremy and Carl okay. Schwartz. And Carl Schwartz has been new castle oh, since Carl Schwartz one. New- Really? Yeah, he's really been new castle and through all the tough times and obviously that they've had, yeah. he's still stuck with Newcastle. You know, that's his team. He's the only person that I am aware of that supports Newcastle as a club. Um, himself, uh, he, him, him, and Jeremy. So, sure, that's going to be quite interesting to see who's going to adopt Newcastle because a lot of people have obviously jumped onto the Man City bandwagon. Um, a lot of people. Oh yeah, I mean, we had a. I'm sure I've mentioned it before on the pod, but like, we had a guy Asi Zamani. <laughs> he was a he was a United fan, like a diehard man. If you at every single break, him, mm. Diego Adkins, like all those guys, we used to just sit at break and just talk shit and like make fun of other people's teams and like this team we better we can win blah blah blah. And I remember, yeah, that city got taken over, got back to school, like and you just like okay, we're gonna go chat some football, and all of a sudden this guy's like, oh, I support City now, and you're like. What? <laughs> Like, oh no, I'm going to City. They they bought Aguero. Like, I'm going. You're like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> no you can do that. But but I think it will be interesting. Like, I think the best way for the Saudis to really, I guess, keep the Newcastle fans happy, like you said, what they've done in City, where they have built a lot of things for the community and given a lot back. Yeah. I think it would be it would be good for them if they do that. I mean, Newcastle. Yeah, they've they've definitely been way below where they should have been so if they can give back to the community and start building something in newcastle itself and then also playing the football that the newcastle fans used to see yeah it won't take long because at the end of the day football fans care about winning they don't care about money they don't especially in england like if you're winning and you win the league whatever and you bought for instance Grealish, or you've got the most expensive team in the premier league they don't really care about that. It's like, are we winning on the pitch? Are we playing good football? And you win it, you win the league. Like even the guys that are the haters, they're gonna be like, oh, we don't want the Saudi money. Once the if Newcastle had to win the league, they're all gonna wear their Newcastle shirts and they're yeah. gonna run around. So, it's all about bragging rights at the end of the day. Yeah. they've obviously going they're gonna be in a position where they can do that. Um, it, as you said, with financial fair play and the fact that there's a certain caliber of people that they used to previously be able to afford. Now it's going to be a question of who is actually going to be your top five clubs, you know. We'll see, obviously, if money oh, takes, yeah. makes a difference, but a club like Arsenal. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they, the they fall down the ranking, you know, well, Tottenham exactly, will fall yeah. down the ranking. Uh, exactly. Leicester, yeah. yes, they, I think they obviously did have a lot of backing from the previous owner who passed away. But, yeah. um, you know, who is going to now jostle for position? You know, is it going to be the big boys, Chelsea, City, Newcastle, because they've got the money, you know? Sure. Um, and, but you know. I do think it's a good thing for the league too, just because it's going to make the league more competitive. Correct. Right? If you look at the Premier League, it is the most competitive league in, in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, they've got the best players. Like, 
I think this will, especially if it works and they do actually invest a lot of money, which they would, I think they spend 305 million pounds, mm. which I mean, that's three Jack Grealish for a club. Yeah. yeah. That's quite scary. Yeah. You know, and so there's money for them. I mean, geez, if they could, they'll easily invest another 300 million like tomorrow if they could. Yeah. You know, so they didn't pay a lot of money for the club. It's like when Chelsea no. was bought, I think he bought, he bought them for less than half of, half of, what did he buy? I can't remember. It was like three, 400 million as well when Abramovich bought Chelsea. Obviously it was 20 something years ago. It was a lot of money, yeah. but you know, that's the kind of money that he spent and he's put in over 2 billion euros yeah. since he's owned the club. So if these guys can put in that and they have the money, there's no doubt they have yes, the money. Okay. So if they can do that over the next 20 years, like you, Newcastle should be a top four club. Great. And you'd see them back into things like the Champions League. Like, you know, yeah. I, 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 when I started watching football, they weren't really a big club, right? But I've heard no. of the names of Shearer and all that stuff. And then sometimes, you know, in super sport, um, they have one of those classic matches. And I was, I wouldn't say shocked, but I was looking at, you know, that Newcastle side. I don't know if they're whooping Real Madrid or something like that. I'm just like, geez, yeah, like, yeah. Newcastle was a team and a half and Shearer was oh, a beast, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. They had the players and then you just, if they were that big, you have to ask, ask yourself the question, like, what did happen to the club? Um, yeah, and no, exactly. They fell off from basically one of the top English clubs in the world to the championship. I mean, yeah. how many times have they been relegated since we've been watching football? Exactly. Um, so I think it's it's one of those things where the fans will probably adopt the money and, you know, the investments. And I think who doesn't want that at a club, you know, for your owners to back you and for your owners to invest in the club. Yes, they make a shit ton of money and it's maybe surprising to actually realize, well, if these guys are billionaires, right, they've got a financial brain at the end of the day. So buying a club for what seems like a lot of money to us for 320 million, they must be obviously doing the maths and saying that, yeah, we're going to make that money back. Um, unless it's yeah. just like a tax oh, write-off, sure. whatever you call it. But even then, at the end of the day, like there's obviously something for someone to put that type of money into it means that it's going to be generating some sort of income that they feel like they'll get a return on that investment. Yeah. I mean, we've had the discussion on board where we've spoken about, because we have a big Chelsea fan, American guy on board and him and I got into a discussion a little bit. And then some people that don't really watch football chipped in and I was just like, you don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, (laughs) um, like, you don't buy a football club to make money necessarily. Like even okay. Abramovich, like I don't think he's making money. Like he's maybe putting, like you said, he's putting two billion pounds. Mm. He hasn't made. He's maybe made so, uh, quite a bit back, but he bought it for let's just say six hundred million mm. at a high or on the high end. Mm. He puts in another two billion, so now he's at two point six. I think Chelsea's worth about three point two or three point four. Yes. Okay. So he's made his money. He's made his money in the actual asset. It's once yes. he sells it, that's where he'll make his money. Like uh, they bought Newcastle for three hundred thousand, three hundred million. If they do what they need to do and transform the club, it's going to be worth a couple of billion, you know, in 10, 20 years time. So they will you make your money that way. Like it's it's an asset that you can just grow and it the value can, you know, 10, 20% every year go up. Okay. And where else can you do that in the world, man? You invest your money somewhere, you're not going to get a 20% return. Yeah. Like, it's, if you do, fucking put your money in it because that's a good return. Yeah. Like, you go on the stock market, you're aiming to, 
I don't know, you're aiming to get at least 6% to beat inflation and all of that. So if, as long as your money is doing more than 6% on a year to year basis, like your money is still valid. Yeah. You know, otherwise if you keep it in the bank next year, that hundred dollars is worth $94. Yeah. Just no, I think that, yeah. that that is a valid thing. And obviously for some people who are not aware of it, um, maybe if people are South Africans, you know, they think, well, you know, put that money in the bank account, you get your six and a half or seven and a half percent. You put it in one of those fixed uh, deposit accounts, but sure. across the world, they don't actually have those options. Like if someone, if I have no. to tell an American that I put my money in the bank account and they get 7%, like, you know, they get shocked because I know like in Netherlands, they get 0.0 something percent, you know, it's not mm -hmm. good for the economy for people to store money. They want no. want you to spend yeah. money. So yeah. they discourage you from putting it into bank accounts and saving it because they just all that money should actually go into the economy to keep it going. Exactly. Um, so yeah, these guys, as you say, like there is nothing that they can do with it. So they'll buy stocks, they'll buy houses, they'll buy businesses, as you mentioned, or whatever you call it, sure. different type of assets so that they can at least put this excess money. Or otherwise, they're going to lose it. So yeah, actually, it's like a, yeah, and it's almost like a regime change. Like you, it's like you know the guys that go into a business that's failing, and then they just basically retrench half of the people, and then in two years' time, sell the business for like double what they bought it for. Yeah. It's kind of I don't think the Saudis are going to want to sell Newcastle at any point because I think you know there's quite a few Saudis that do own football clubs, yeah. and I wouldn't be I can't believe that there isn't a bit of a bragging right like. The guy that owns PSG, you know, you must know the guy that owns City, and they must be like, <laughs> "Oh, my team's better than yours. We worth more money. Like we're gonna win the Champions League or whatever." And it's like, just rich people playing around with their money, really. Like it means so much, and that's the thing. It means so much to us as fans, hmm. and to them, it's just more like a game. Like, yeah. you know, which is that's, which that's, is that's, which that's turns a lot of people money, basically. Off. It's proper oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> to be 100%. like, well, you're talking about your cars and maybe your little, you know, stock accounts, and I'm just talking about my own football team that I manage. Yeah, my three billion dollar oh. football team or whatever it is. Yeah, and it's like it's it's definitely a, I guess, a cock measuring competition if you want to put mm. it that way. Mm. Yeah, but it's exciting. I mean, as much as the whole money side of it does put us off, but. That's always been my argument with fan, the players, though. Like, Andrew doesn't like how much people are getting paid. But would you rather the Saudis or the Glazers or whoever take all that revenue? Like, uh. there's so much money in football, whether it's TV rights, stadiums, selling apparel, like, sponsorship deals. There's so much money. And it's only fair, I think, that the players do get paid a huge amount. It's 15 years at the most of their life. They're the ones that are basically getting up every day since they were probably 10 years old yeah. dedicating their life to this the so chances like, of making it the chances of making it on yeah. that stage are so minimal and i think oh, that's the yeah. other part people forget and not that i it's something maybe people aren't aware of maybe the sacrifices or maybe the financial side of football is that they sure. think that oh you know why is this person getting you know two hundred thousand pounds a week well if he's making 200,000 pounds a week, you must definitely know that the club is making a lot more money, unless oh, you're Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they're making a shit ton of money that this is a fraction of the cost. And yeah, they're sure. compensating him well, don't get me wrong, and to the rest of us, it might sound absurd, but the fact that he puts on, obviously, the club shirt and endorsements and 
TV rights, as you mentioned, and the fact that he draws people to stadiums. And, you know, it's, it's one of those debates and I hear it. And I also have a bit of reservation, you know, where they talk about, you know, certain sports or let's say certain genders in sports should female athletes get paid the same amount of guys well they're not really generating the same amount of traffic well, that's, that's 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 what it, that's literally all it comes down to yeah. it's not about being a female or being a male it's like we've had this discussion too with this the american guy like he really enjoys his football so him and i have some good chats yeah. and we've said the same thing because what they've done now in america is they've made the female american soccer team that's what they call it yeah getting paid or getting it paid the same as the men's soccer team and it's like we've we've both agreed that it's like well look if you can't attract people to the stadiums you can't attract huge tv deals you can't attract the amount of shirts being sold whatever it is then unfortunately you just don't get paid that much because there isn't that money to give away like you said the money that they're paying these players you believe that that's a portion of what money they make small fraction like yeah 100 definitely man and it's like the, look at the look at united for instance like they were bought on loans so the glazers took out a bunch of loans and bought united and they've been paying that loan those loans off with the revenue that united make and just the other year or was the beginning of last year i think they took like 30 to 50 million u or us dollars out of the club mm -hmm. for their own personal use not even mm -hmm. to pay loans it was like we're just going to take it out of the club yeah. And like that's in, back then, or at least a year ago, two years ago, whatever, like you can buy yourself a decent midfielder for that amount. And they're yeah. just pulling it out of the club. So it's like there's definitely money to be made. So I think, yeah, the players, they have to get offered a decent amount of money. But then again, you go and look at like a team like Liverpool. Yeah. They've just given Van Dyke a new contract, Henderson a new contract, Alexander Arnold a new contract. And I think Van Dijk's the highest earner and he's getting 250000 a week as the yeah. best defender in the world, arguably. Yeah. You know, like, that's nothing. And, like, Salah's coming up to the end of his contract and he's basically said he doesn't... He wants to stay, but he wants to be compensated fairly. And he, I think he won't stay unless they pay him at least 350000 a week. Wow. Because he's got counterparts so, making that money, right? Well, yeah, maybe not in Liverpool itself, but you look at Salah, he's one of the best strikers the Premier League's ever seen, man. The guy yeah. is he's unbelievable. Like, yeah. I think he's got 102 goals or 101 goals in, like, 155 games. Yeah. And, like, he's probably arguably the best African player we've ever seen. Definitely. Like, the guy's he's, he's worth the money, man. He, you know, he runs his contract out. You don't think Real Madrid or PSG or maybe even City like will come knocking like they gave Grealish 200, 340 or 200 or it's a 324 million or thousand a week. Sure. So like that's to Grealish and he's like the guy's good but he's not as good as Salah. Yeah. But I think there's also the there's that it's always going to be one of those not debates but. Um, you know, components of the negotiations, which will be, you know, shirt sales and how much, you know, you attract and what is your contribution? Yes. So Salah's individual, sure. great. And he obviously brings the Chelsea, I mean, the, the Liverpool team up. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I definitely feel for him when, they, when they're going to mention that, obviously him and Van Dijk, I think they've obviously got cases to say, well, they need to get paid a lot more. Uh, yeah. The only issue with that is that, you know, I think it's, it's and it's, it's business risk at the end of the day. I think we must realize as we get older that 
yes, the emotional decisions, we would like certain things to happen, but they're also just business decisions. And that's it at the yeah. end of the day, you know. Um, For sure. They, 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 they are arguably the best players in Liverpool, but then what happens when they get injury? You know, are they contributing the same amount? And you guarantee a person that amount of money for a long period of time and yeah. then only for them to sit down or to sit there for a while. That's um, the thing. It's, it's, not, it's not a hell of a... But like you say, if somebody's spending a good portion of our salary cap on this guy that can't contribute or... You know, yeah, whatever the case is. I mean, he's also now nearing 30 years old. And I know yeah. Chelsea, Liverpool, they don't really like offering, you know, players big deals after they've turned about or after they've turned 30. So mm. it'll be interesting to see. I mean, if he leaves, it'll be sad. I mean, I don't like Liverpool at all. But, you you know, the guy's a good player. I do enjoy watching Salah. And if he leaves the Premier League, it would be sad. Do you think you'd go PSG? <sighs> I don't know, man. I mean, what other options are there? I mean, Real Madrid would probably be a good option for him if they have money. But yeah, I mean, everybody, any big name now is kind of linked with PSG because they will lose Mbappe. Like he even said, I wanted to be sold in the beginning of the transfer season. I told you I wanted to be sold. And because I wanted you to get money for me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to leave for free. That's his very good club. I think he respects them enough to not fuck them over. But yeah, like once someone like Mbappe goes, because I'm sure he will go, then, you know, it leaves a little bit of a hole in that side. So, and they they have to take from their pockets to actually replace it. But that's the other thing is that's what they kind of told Mbappe. They're like, you wanted to get sold for money. Like we don't need money. Oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a flex and a half. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ooh, they were like, ooh. oh, it's fine. We don't, you can go for free. Like, we'd rather, you know, run your contract out. Hopefully, you'll stay because you're like playing at Messi and Neymar. But basically, it was like, well, we don't need the money. Like, oh, that look, mm-hmm. how, they were offered 160 million for a player that has one year left on his contract. Who in their right mind does not accept that? Oh. Because you either get 160 million now, nothing, or you get nothing in eight nine months time. And they're like, no, it's fine. We want 200, or he's not going. And you're like, they just they say things like money is not the problem. That's not what we're waiting for. We don't we don't you know we don't want to sell you because we need the money. Like we don't need the money. That is such a flex, yo. (laughs) No, dude, that 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 team is all the Saudis. Like they've got so. Or I guess he's from. Qatar, I think, because mm. this is a World Cup. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's some Qatar owner or something. Sure, but yeah, it's it's pretty hectic, man. No, that that, hectic. that 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 is, I guess, it's one of those things where you know the conversation is different on another side of the table. You know, for someone to be talking about you know hundred mil and or hundred sixty and willing to let that go and being like, yeah, we don't care if we lose that. You know, we, we've yeah, got it. we don't Ooh. care. <laughs> but um, we mentioned a couple of players and I think we'll get into uh, the FIFA rating so we've obviously got a top 10 and um, I think I'm very happy for number one and I know it's a debate sure you that. Are. <laughs> highest rated player is Messi with 93 let's hear your comments <laughs> I don't know the whole you see what is Lewandowski? Lewandowski, I think, is 92. Yes, he's so, 92. 
in my opinion, he should at least be level with Messi. I, I'm not going to hate, like, Messi's a great player. I think Ronaldo's better, but whatever. It's <laughs> um, I don't, I think off of stats, I mean, Lewandowski's a goal machine. Yeah. Like, the guy does his job like no other striker in the world. So I think he did deserve to be at least on par with Messi. Like, if they were always going to make Messi the best player. And he did have a decent season last year. Um this year, I guess we'll see how he goes. It's a new new league for him. He hasn't really hit the ground running. Yes, he scored a brilliant goal against City. Hmm. But whether he'll put in the stats that he did at Barcelona, I will have to see. Um, but I think it's a little unfair to, you know, put Ronaldo at 91. <laughs> 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 Two points behind Messi, and it's like... I mean, he was the Serie A's top goal scorer last year. Yeah, they didn't do well. They didn't win the league. But, like, he literally neither carried that Barca, team. Yeah. But exactly, neither did Barca. So, it's like, the fact that Ronaldo now had gone to a new league and still being the main man, like, winning golden boots, and then they go and give him, like, two ratings less than Messi. Like, I understand he's a little bit older, but I don't know, man. It's like, Yeah. Well, good for Messi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a move for you to swallow. <laughs> it is, it is. But you know, I, I, I won't hate on the guy. He is, he's obviously a world, world class strike or forward. Like, he's, he's definitely worthy of that rating. I just think Ronaldo got chewed a little bit. Like, even if he gave him a ninety-two, I would have been like, okay, it's fine. I can, I can accept that. Yeah. But they've made a clear distinction that Messi is better than Ronaldo. Like it's it's a gap. It's not just one point. You know, it's two. And it's like okay, clearly we know where uh, FIFA lie with their uh, what do you call it with their loyalties. Like I don't think there's sure... ever been a year that Ronaldo's been higher than Messi. I think there was a year where it was like 92 Ronaldo and 91 Messi, but okay. it was only like one year. I think it was when. I, can't, I might be mistaken, but I think Ronaldo won the Ballon d'Or two years in a row oh, when he was yes. in Real Madrid. I think that was the year when he got one. He was just a little bit better than Messi, apparently. Um, but yeah, it's uh, debatable no, because it's... that also brings the conversation about Ballon d'Or. And, you know, I've listened to a few podcasts and discussions. So Ronaldo's not in the mention for that. It seems like Messi is a honorable mention. But the yeah. conversation is between Lewandowski and I don't believe I'm going to say Jorginho. Um, <laughs> Champions League and, and, and Euros. Jorginho. I don't Jorginho. Even, he's not even on my list. What's his rating? <laughs> I don't know as well. I'm going to say now because he's, this guy is going to be a Ballon d'Or winner. Um, I, do, I hope not. I hope not. Uh, like yes, he's a solid player, but like even the FIFA ratings don't even have him eighty-five anywhere. How much eighty-five? Yeah, as he's, what a he's a, yeah, he's a seventieth higher. He's number seventy on the rank. Well, technically speaking, like if if it was Lewandowski, okay, so let's we we know the the, the only thing against Lewandowski is the fact that with Poland, he's never going to do well internationally. No. 
Sure. So, like, he's out of the question there. But Messi's never yeah. always won a tournament, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but he's done phenomenally at club level. So, for me, just because it's the conversations between Jordi and Lewandowski, I'll say Lewandowski because also they screwed them over the previous year where I think they canned it. Was yeah. it was There was no Ballendor because of obviously the pandemic and stuff like that. Sure. So I feel sure. like, I won't say out of justice, but, um, you know, they sort of owe him one. And he yeah. carried on. He broke, you know, the German record, obviously, the Bundesliga record. So He's just a consistent striker. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know. Yes, they didn't win Champions League, but, and, and obviously that's Bayern. Uh, not that they didn't push and sure. didn't try for it, but then also you realize the fact that this guy is playing for Poland, who is knowing the world, but they've still produced such a world-class striker. Like, yeah. why aren't we talking about... Well, that's what I'm saying. The previous year, I think it was guaranteed it should have been Lewandowski. Yeah, I agree um, with that. I know Messi's in the conversation. One, because obviously his stats were still crazy at Barcelona, even though they didn't do yeah. well. And then there was also the Copa America. Yeah, sure, sure. So there's that. They did... But yeah, and I mean, then Jorginho. At, well, exactly. What I was about to say, like, if you're looking at club achievements, like, I guess, at well, club and international, like, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't put it, kick him out of the picture. Like, he's got to be there somewhere. Like, he's he was one of the constants in all of those, well, both of those teams. I mean, mm-hmm. winning the Champions League is it already puts every single player in the Chelsea okay. squad. Like, okay, you're gonna be potentially Ballon d'Or. Like, you're already in the top. 30 if you want to call it that mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. just being there and then he goes and he wins the euros and he's obviously a very good player but i just can't see i just can't see the whole uh what do you call it uh who who ends up deciding it is it fifa the journalists um so i know that i think they're uh, journalists um if i'm not mistaken journalists i think captains and maybe managers or something like that is like a okay. three-tier system like when we had prefects okay. like you know three bands yeah of people sure who put sure. their votes and submissions and so i believe sure. i'm not too sure if it's out now or it will be out this week they will be the shortlists of the i think the top three and yeah it seems like those are the names in contention or conversation at the moment uh um, no and yeah, so <laughs> Messi's but there, that, and maybe that's also one of the the, the the things to say that maybe that's why he's still. I think one thing that you did mention is the two year age difference. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a bit younger. Sure. Um, not that that's yeah, a no, major th- thing, but yeah. And I think Ronaldo also obviously he's very much a one type of player. He's not what he used to be. He's not going to put in that much, I guess, pressing or box to box. He's just. Mm. He's going to be a box striker. He's going to sit in the box, give him the ball, he'll score. Like, And at United, you can see over the last few games, like even with Everton, he didn't start. And because in the Champions League, he played 90 minutes and obviously scored the winner right at the end, huh. courtesy of his boy, Jay Lings. Yeah. Just giving him a little assist. And like, he's, he's not going to be able to play every game. He's going to have to be managed. And I think someone like that, maybe arguably des- doesn't deserve to win the Ballon d'Or because if you can't play an entire season every single minute, mm. how can you be the best player in the world? Like, mm. you've unfortunately, maybe that might be... I, I think that's also the thing with his rating. It's just like, you're not you, you're a player now that needs to be managed. You, it's like Zlatan. Like Zlatan yeah. is still one of the best strikers in the world, but yeah. doesn't play every game. Mm. So because of that, you are going to take a bit of a hit, I think, 
but he's in FIFA. such high quality that they're still going to give him a 91. It, sure, sure. That's that's what it comes. I think, yeah, there's no, you can't not give him that. I mean, you even go and look at, like, getting a little bit more into FIFA ratings now, like, you go and look at who's the, I guess, joint best defender in the game is Sergio Ramos. Him and Van Dijk are both on 89. I mean, Ramos, yeah, exactly. that's a bit generous. It's very generous, in my opinion. Like, so there are a couple of generous mentions which we'll speak about, but yeah. Sure. And I mean, that was one that I looked on like, wow, okay. He's better than Ruben Diaz. Like, interesting. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Actually, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, your top three center backs in the games, Van Dijk, 89, Ramos, 89, Diaz, 87. So... Sure. But okay. just I see you can, you, can, players, you can filter you can filter by position. Oh, okay, now I see. Yeah, okay. yeah. So just before we go into players, I was looking at the transfer budgets for on manager on career mode for FIFA mm-hmm. 22. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing is, okay, Real Madrid also in a bit of shit money wise, but they got 162 million as a transfer budget. Um, Barcelona have 155 million. Which is bullshit. They should have like 10 million. Like, <laughs> there's no drawings or budget there. Yeah. And then you go down and you look at PSG. Like, it's actually uh, 128 million. No, like, that's the not, richest that, that club in the sense. world. That, that doesn't add up. That does not add up. I know there is an option but, yeah. when, you, when you start a season in FIFA, or I don't know if they've taken over to FIFA 22, where you can ask for an extra 100 million. Yeah. Oh, I think you can go. I think you can go up. It's like 10, 50, 100, and then half a bill, like yeah. 500 million. Yeah. So yeah. you can basically decide that I'm going to spend and buy a brand new club. Um, I remember when I did my season with Leeds, uh, I yeah. took the 100 mil. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I took the 100 mil. Uh, the only thing I bought was I didn't buy, you know, very flashy players or anything like that. I think I got Jude Bellingham. Um, okay. a, just a, a, a better keeper um, and a few backup strikers for Bamfizi. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it. You know, it was small, small purchases. I think there, obviously, FIFA 22, they didn't have Junior Furbo, the left back, so I had to go buy him in and stuff like that. So I tried to make it sure. at least more realistic. And then Dan James from uh, United, yeah. Yeah, United. So that's where the money went to. Um, but 100 sure. million doesn't actually go far in the game. <laughs> no, no. Especially if you put on like, because you have the option also of having like lenient transfers or like strict transfers. And yeah. sometimes those guys want a lot of money for players. Yeah. Right? Um, but one thing I was disappointed with um, on player ratings, like we'll, I guess I'll start with goalkeepers. Obviously, we can jump around. But mm-hmm. um, Aaron Ramsdale, they've they've really done him bad, man. I mean, he's got a <laughs> Like he's a quality goalkeeper. I think he's he's definitely going to be Arsenal's number one, but they've given him a rating of seventy four. Yeah, which is like that's championship man. Like yeah, that's a championship keeper. Like they, yeah, and I and I think his potential is maxed out at like seventy nine. No, man. which is yeah, it's it's horrible. Like the guy's young. Dude. He's he's going to grow so much as a goalkeeper. Uh, like, I won't oh. lie, there, there's some parts where I'm like, okay, like, you know, that's a decent rating, especially one which are very obvious, but the not so obvious ones I have have been quite shocking. Yeah. So I'm actually trying to load the goalkeepers now. Um, like, on their website. You know, Donnarumma is third. So there's Neuer and Tischtegen are both 90. Oh, number one is Jan Orblak. 
I mean, All Blacks first. Sorry, oh, okay. sorry. Yeah, ninety-one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's got the potential of like ninety-three, so he could be joint top best player in the in the game. Yeah. Then it's I believe Neuer, Tostegen, and then Don Ruma. That is correct. At, at eighty-nine or something. Um, the one I don't really agree with is Hugo Lloris. Is eighty-seven. Like, Tibor Courtois eighty-nine. Yeah, but people, I don't know, man. Everybody says he's done so well with Barca. Like, I've, I mean, at Real Madrid, I've watched him a few times. Like, he was pushing for, like, I remember six months ago or whatever, like, best goalkeeper in the world. And I was fighting it. I was like, no ways. Who is uh, De Gea here? Because that's a bit De generous. De Gea, you know, Gary Martinez <laughs> that Arsenal sold to Villa? He yeah. has the same rating as De Gea. Really? 84. I think it's 84. No, man. Yeah, 84. You're right. Yeah. I don't even know who Mike Mainan is from AC, but the, okay, the fine. Fr- yeah. Yeah, he's French. Um, yeah. But your Casper Schmeichel, 85. Okay, Schmeichel is good. He is you good. Hugo is generous. There are a few generous mentions, and a lot of yeah. them I felt was the whole Tottenham tot- Hot Squad. Uh, wow. Tottenham yeah. Hotspur Squad. Um, so Hugo sure. Lloris, 87. Chesney's done very well. He does, oh, he has. He's made himself a solid, um, like he's basically one of the first names on that on that Juve. He's like he's eighty seven really rated well. keeper. I don't know if that's right, but he's I, done very well from obviously the Arsenal days. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's grown a lot, man. He's grown a lot. And then if you hit, go down, you find uh, Jordan Henderson. I think Pickford is eighty five or eighty four. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. I think there's Pope in there, or yeah, I think he's 83. Pope. Yeah, and then I think the next England goalkeeper is Henderson. He's like 80, which is a solid. I think it's a solid rating. Like I would have thought Ramsdale should have been closer to 80, maybe like 78, yeah. 79. Yeah, but yeah, Henderson, Jordan Henderson. Like if I know if I buy the game, like I'm selling day or first day on the on the job <laughs> transfer list. <laughs> you don't like, like yeah, him? Good, no, I like him. But even like, on FIFA. Uh, on FIFA, he's like he's good, but I can't have my first goal, my starting goalkeeper at 84. Like especially if he's getting older, like mm. I'd rather just play Henderson and stick it out for a year or two until he uh, gets better. And then buy Donnarumma or something like that. No, I I think I'll stick with Henderson. Okay, you actually back your boy. Yeah, no, I will. I I don't think I'll buy a goalkeeper if he's young and then not. That's the only thing is like it's unfortunate that you can't like the cap is potential obviously there's a cheat where you can loan players out that are under the age of 23 uh-huh. and it'll increase their you know you loan them out and bring them back immediately and you can go look at their financial how much they cost and it increases and if it's gone up then their potential has basically gone up so there are little hacks uh-huh. but uh-huh. yeah someone like Henderson I think I would stick and I'll just fight for, yeah let him play and that'll be my number one okay um so, in terms of the top three, you've spoken Messi, Lewandowski, Ronaldo. You know, that's the sort of band that they're at. Mm-hmm. Although, um, now we're talking about uh, Ronaldo. He's looped in or grouped in with a couple of players in the 91 region. Kevin De Bruyne, yeah. best midfielder in the world. I, I kept oh, on yeah. saying it. That's, um, that's definitely oh, a deserved rating. But also a whole three uh, points or three ratings above Bruno Fernandes. I know. I was like, mm, I don't know, man. If you and, look at, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, fine. Like, you know, I think definitely Bruno should be high up. And the reason I'll say that is because I think this is where the disservice comes, the inconsistency. I like Son. Don't get me wrong. 
but sure. he's an 89 rated 89. player. So you're basically saying Son is better than Bruno Fernandes. He's the same as Mohamed Salah. He's the same as yeah. Virgil van Dijk. I, and I, that's where I, that's, he's that's, the same that's, as Kimmich. Ah, like, yeah, that's why I was like, ah, that was a bit generous. No, no. Son was very, very, very generous. Very generous. Like, okay, it's not his fault that he play he plays an internet for an international side that will never do anything. Correct. But still, like, he hasn't. I don't know. Would he started every single team in the world? Maybe not. There's maybe two or three teams he wouldn't start. But if you go and you put like Bruno or Van Dyke, hmm. Kimmich, Salah. all those guys, Salah, yeah. yeah, even Suarez at 88. Like, you don't think Barcelona wish they kept Suarez? Oh, definitely they like, are. If they're, yeah. Kuman is just crying. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. The whole son, but then even you go and look at. Harry Kane obviously had an unbelievable season last yeah. year. So I think that warrants the 90 rating for sure. Like he, yeah. is, a, he is a world-class striker. Yeah. Regardless of how he started the season, that's fine. But I think Lukaku was chewed a little bit. Oh, like he's only at, he's, an 80, he's 88. Ooh. And like he had a he had a very good season in, in what was he before? Um, he was 85. So some players like ah, that's where I'm just like, okay, like you know, there's an improvement basically based on last season, but there's also that comparative thing that you have to say that, well, we're comparing him now to a 91 mm-hmm. versus this at the end of the day. I think that's where sure. maybe there's a flaw, flaw in the FIFA system because that, because yes, you might be, you have to obviously up a person because they've mm-hmm. had a phenomenal season, but at the same time now, you have to also now look at everyone else that you just literally... It has to be perspective. Yeah, you have to have some perspective to it. Can't just be like, oh, he's so he had the best season in his career. That means he's a 91. It's like, is he as good as De Bruyne? Yeah. Like, you know? But another thing interesting I found, I saw was Liverpool have three of the best defenders in the game. So, yeah, Alexander Trent at 87. Okay, that's Van Dyke at and 89. Robinson. And Robinson, 87. Yeah. So literally the three best defenders in the game are all, well, at least in their positions. The best yeah. The best defender in their positions. Mm. Yeah, it's all Liverpool players. Ah, that really Liverpool defense is strong, though. Um, oh, I it's, think it's, you, it's very good. As wingbacks, you can't go wrong with Alexander Arnold and Robinson, can you? No. Oh, it's no. Roberts, no, Robertson no. or Robinson? That's no, Robert, Robertson, eh? Robinson, yeah. Robertson, yeah. Chiefs. <laughs> and then I know Cancelo and Walker are your next best right backs, so both City players. Mm. So. The one, the one I was surprised by is, I guess, the third best rating for a left back is Lucas Digne from Everton. Really? Yeah, he's got an 84. And above him is Jordi Alba. Or, yeah, Jordi yeah, Alba at 86. Yeah. Oh, he's, but he's a solid player for sure. And then obviously Robinson at 87. Oh, um, Digne. The, the one, another thing I found very, very um, interesting was for an old player like Jesus Navas. Uh-huh. uh-huh. He's rated 84. Sure. As a right back, though. Obviously, he used to be a wing, but now mm. he's moved to third more of a defense. Oh, he's the one but, which was at City, eh? Yes. He's yeah, a right yeah. back now. Yeah, that's Jeez. all that was. Yeah, that's what Because he playing. used to, I remember he used to have an issue with flying. He's got a phobia of flying. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, he's the one with the weird, scary eyes, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, he's got like now, the yes. silver eyes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. No, he's, oh, geez, he's a right back now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then another crazy thing is, obviously, you know, Juan Bissaka from United, the right back, he hasn't got a <laughs> call up. Yeah, Aaron Bissaka. But yeah. Reese James gets called up. Yeah. And on FIFA, at least, Reese James' 80, rating is 81, and Juan Bissaka is 83. So it's like... How how can Wan Bissaka be better than someone that's playing above him internationally? Like you don't think that Wan Bissaka is better than James? Oh, I hundred percent. Okay, no, I was about to say I, I, I think I agree with the rating, but yes. Southgate's choice of I don't know why he sure. doesn't like Wan Bissaka. No, sure. I think he just doesn't have the attacking aspect of his game. Like mm. he's more of a solid defender. He's a proper and he's defender, a good yeah. defender. He's yeah. a good defender. Yeah, he's quick. He can tackle very well. But he doesn't offer that much going forward, and that's like, how Southgate pressures and he pushes with his attack with the yeah, defenders. So you you've have got to be someone, able to... yeah, you've got Carl Walker, who's you know, and then Alexander Arnold, like they both decent attacking right backs mm. or right mm. wing backs, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, it'll be, I don't know, that that right back in England is crazy, man. It's it's there's there's a lot of depth in that English right back position. I think they were a bit generous with Tony Cross as well, still keeping at 88. Yeah, like, he's 88. a baller. Like, here's the thing. Like, you know, I think Cross is obviously comfortable at Real Madrid. And, you know, in terms of how he is as a player, it seems like he's really one of the... Why am I about him is that he just comes across as properly, like, really professional. You sure. know, I'm not too sure what it is about him. I don't know if it's the comb over or whatever. You know. like, <laughs> there's something about Tony Cross which is just like... It screams class, yeah. and obviously you've seen sure. the way he, when they cut the ball into, in the way he hits it like on the ground and curves, like uh-huh. oh, Tony Cross is yeah. amazing for me, and oh yeah, I, I do love the player, but I thought eighty eight is a bit generous compared to the fact, well, not compared to, but obviously because of the fact of how Real Madrid did, um, he hasn't really featured in terms of really goal scoring opportunities or anything like he used to do when he was at uh, you know Bayern. But um, sure. I thought that was a bit generous. Um, and here's another one that I think got screwed over is Erling Haaland, 88. Yeah, I saw that. He's got an 88 and it's like, the guy's been prolific, man. He's not even at like a big, big team. Yes, Dortmund's good, but he's not at, you know, you'd expect him to get those numbers if he's the striker for Bayern Munich. Hmm. But like, I also think he's a little bit hard done by. But then again, you know, I think it comes into age because... It's you have two options. You either give him a low rating and give him a high potential so he can grow as he gets older, or you give him a high rating and then he can only grow one or two. Yeah, and he's maxed out immediately at the beginning of the game. So I guess maybe that's got something to do with it. But but he's the same age as Mbappe, isn't he? Well, they're around about the same age. Very very close. Yeah. Yeah, Mbappe is ninety one, and Mbappe is ninety one. Exactly. No, you are right. So that's what I'm going to say. Like, who would you rather have? Personally, me, Haaland all day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. If in real life and in FIFA, I wouldn't want Mbappe just, I I don't know. I think not that I think he's a problem player, but I just thought Haaland looks like more of a complete, he's going to offer you so much more on the pitch. And like, I think he's also got a very, very like professional mindset to him. Like, obviously, when it's playtime, it's playtime, but. When that guy plays football, like I don't know if you've seen his interviews with with uh, the media, like he doesn't take shit from him. He doesn't like yeah, talking to them. He's just yeah. like leave me alone. 
like he's got to play the game and when it's over it's over and he wants to go do his thing yeah um but yeah Wilfred and Didi the the Leicester central defensive midfielder he's got an 85 which is I think very very generous for a player in Leicester like he's rated better than if you look at that Leicester squad just on their FIFA ratings hugely underrated like they're a top side oh yeah it's a very very good squad yeah, no, they are. They they're, well lately, they're, they're, they're a top FIFA squad. Like, you know, you can do damage with Leicester. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole way oh, yeah. I believe yeah. they've also got that uh, Pereira, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's also Ricardo Pereira, the right yes. back. Or, yes, yeah. I'll definitely look for a team, for their team, yeah, uh, Leicester. I know he used to be 82, I believe, or 83. I thought he was like 85, I'm not mistaken. Oh, maybe, maybe. I'm not sure what he was. I'll get you. Yeah, in the city. they've got what's his name, Jordan Henderson, at 84, which I think is a little bit of a. I don't rate him at that much as a player, but I know how important he is to Liverpool yeah. just for his leadership. Like, yeah, I remember watching the games without fans. Like, you could just hear, you'd always hear him talking. Like, someone makes a good pass, you're like, "Good boy!" Like, you know, like if someone makes a good tackle, it's like, "Well done, get up!" Yeah, like just always vocal like one of the most vocal footballers ever like anything someone does is just praising them or encouraging them and like 84 is a good rating but i think i think that's the fact probably that the most realistic Euros. that's probably the yeah. most realistic actually to be honest with you it's like it's not yeah. blowing smoke up his ass or anything that's the most no. realistic that, it's like the, that yeah, one is true so, but it won't yeah. affect your fifa play like if if, no. if i'm playing fifa I'm definitely taking Hendo out because there's nothing I can do with him. I don't feel. Sure. But in sure. real life, where, as you say, he's making calls and stuff like that. In FIFA, there's nothing like that. Maybe there'll no, be like a no, team morale no. boost or something like that. Sure. But I'm not too sure they yeah. work with dynamics in, but he's not a, a FIFA player. But in real life, mm-hmm. I put my hand sure. up and say he's, he's, he's the king. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. No, for sure. Sorry. Just looking at that Leicester squad. Um, so it's Jamie Vardy, 86. Didi, okay. as you mentioned, uh, 85. Kasper Schmeichel, 85. Ricardo okay. Pereira, 84. There we 84, go. He's 84. Okay. Yeah, he's a Portuguese. Yuri, yeah, Yuri Tielemans, 84. I think, I think Tielemans, put it this way, Tielemans, I think he's going to go up. Yeah. No, he's got he's got the potential. Like, I don't think he had best. There's been a little bit of a, they've been talking about contracts and he's been open to move. And hmm. so I think his head hasn't been quite in the game. But when he plays, He's like one of my favorite players to watch. Yeah. I do enjoy watching Tillis. Uh, James Madison, player. the one they wanted to bring over to Arsenal and Harvey Barnes. I thought this was a bit, well, put it this way. I don't know. Maybe your brother knows a bit better. Suyanchu. Uh-huh. I thought they would give him a lot of a what did, higher what did rating. They give him? 80. Whoa. That's a bit, <laughs> that's a bit, uh, he's a good, he's a very good uh, center back. Yeah, like he stepped in when Harry Maguire went to United. He stepped Correct. in and he took control of that whole defense and made it his own. Like his, but then he's Turkish, right? Yes. So yeah, look what Turkey did in the Euros. So I don't think that helps him. I guess so. I I yeah. I, I believe so. Maybe that maybe that's the thing. But no, but he's, still, I think he deserves more than that. I think so. Eighty yeah. on the dot. I'm just like. Mm. I know another one that um, <laughs> was controversial in terms of the YouTube videos when they gave him the cards was uh, Alex Oxley chamberlain given a 79. And I don't know. I'm like, I, in my head, I'm like, do you not think that's realistic, though? 
Do you think he should be rated higher? Oxley? No, I don't think he should be higher. Um, yeah. <laughs> but is he, is he still at Liverpool? He's still at Liverpool. See, that's the thing. If you're a squad player for a team like that, then I guess it's, yeah, that's probably, like, what's Lingard's rating? It's probably very similar. Like, I, I don't hope know not. Lingard... I hope he gets an 80, but uh, I'll check for you just But now. I can imagine that they would put Lingard in, like, I know. Oof, you're right. Lingard. Exactly yeah. the same. Exactly. That's what I would have thought. But you know what really, really irritated me? Hmm. Besides Pogba, who got an 80, 87, I think. You know who our next best central midfielder is? Uh, Donnie. Fred. <laughs> Fred. <laughs> At 81. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, that's, not, that's not right. So what do they give that, Donnie van der Beek? I think he's an 80, and him and McTominay is also an 80. I might be wrong. I don't. Okay. I haven't physically checked Don um Donny van der Beek, but I know um, McTominay is eighty. I don't know what Matic is, but like, but even between McTominay and and Fred, like I would have given McTominay the higher rating. Like Fred is useless, man. <laughs> just he's, he basically wet. He basically wears the other team's kit when I mean, he just passes them the ball. <laughs> the amount of times that guy loses possession is I don't know why. Like so, Solskjaer hasn't just committed to playing Van der Beek and just get him in the team. Fred can be a bench warmer. Like I have no idea, man. Like I don't know. Can you can you pull up the midfield or the United squad? No, I'm, I've got the whole United, and I actually put Arsenal in there as well, just because I was curious. Um, sure. In terms of the United squad, so we've got Ronaldo, Bruno, Jadon Sancho, obviously at 87, yeah. Paul Pogba 87, okay. Raphael yeah. Varane 86. I think they should have bumped him up to like 87, 88, but hey, yeah, to, I think so. To say Marcus then Rashford, Maguire, 85, Maguire yeah. 85. Oof, do you not think this is generous? Cavani 85. I, I don't know. Like he's he's still a world class striker. Like. I'm you know, it'd be not, sad yeah. to lose him, mm. but I think in the last game he was 84, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. It is maybe a little bit generous. I mean, Aguero is given an 87. Mm. Suarez obviously deserves his 88. Yeah. Kaku 88. Kane 90. So like he is. I mean, five being five or even three away from like Suarez, like yeah, maybe 85. It's the same rating as Rashford. I don't think. Yeah. It's too bad. I don't think it's like injustice. I don't think he should have been higher. But mm. yeah, maybe a little bit too high for what he actually should be. Maybe like an 83 would have been. Yeah. Because he's, he's more of a squad player in United anyway. He's not producing the numbers he was at PSG. Yeah. No, what's 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 the uh, the midfield look like? Or I guess... Uh, yeah. So I've got a mix here, obviously, and I'm just going by numbers. I'll tell you when I get to mm-hmm. the midfield. So we've gone down to, obviously, uh, we spoke about Cavani. So now, obviously, Bamayang popped in. I think he's, whoa, that Arsenal's highest rated, 85. That's Arsenal's highest rated player. Wow. wow. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Obviously, he's on par with um, number six and seven, but that's where Arsenal starts to sure. feature their best player. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, then there's a back gap afterwards. So there's Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, De Gea, all above mm-hmm. Arsenal now. Now we're on Thomas Partey, 83. So basically, <laughs> really? they're saying 83. that... You know, he is a ball except for the injuries. He's, he's, he's good. I yeah, but even fit. then, like, Aguero hasn't played, like, and he's got an 87. Like, I think that's a bit harsh on, on 
Thomas Partey. Like yeah. I haven't watched him much because, like you said, he's been injured. I but I know when he when he was at at Atletico, like yeah. that was a baller, man. He he ran that midfield. I'm not too sure where he is, but that's now from all the list the names I've listed. This is now the first time midfielder. So Arsenal's <laughs> midfielder is the best. Oh, so obviously we, we, we I did mention uh, Paul Pogba, sure. Paul Pogba, uh, oh, okay, Marcus yeah. Rashford. They've got him as a left midfielder. So I guess sure. Uh, but in terms of CMs, I guess now this yeah. is the highest rated one between the two clubs being Thomas Partey. They've got Bert Leno, wow. Alan Wambasaka, Alex Tellez. Yo. Now there's another Arsenal cam, which is uh, Odegaard. So Odegaard, we're not even featuring okay. the midfield from United yet. It, it, well, exactly. Like, <laughs> that, that's United's biggest problem. And now we get there. So Donny van der Beek, 81. Fred, okay. 81. Uh, now we look at Martial 81, uh, Nicholas Pepe, Scott McTominay 80. Yeah, I know. Like, that's like, a gap actually between Fernandez and Pogba, and then oh, no yeah, one else. I, I mean, what's Matic? He must be in this. They probably gave him an 80, but it's probably like 78 or something. 79. Yeah. 79, yeah. Your friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's not my friend. That's definitely not my friend. I, I, I was still. I know we won a game that he played in last week or a few weeks ago. But every time he's playing, it's either a loss or we're gonna get one point. Yeah. Like, I don't have any faith in that guy. Who would you rather have, Matic or Fred? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe we'll play with ten men rather. <laughs> Linesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Linesman. Assistant referee. I think this is this one's also a bit harsh. Mason Greenwood 78. Yes, I understand he's young and stuff like that, but I think he's yeah, but then but then you go look at Phil Foden. The guy's oh. rated 84. Yeah, but the Foden is, is a beast, guys. I know, no, I know, but six better than 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 Greenwood. Look at Greenwood, man. He's he's I think there's only five. Maybe four teenage, teenagers that have scored more than twenty goals in the history of the Premier League, mm. and he's one of them. Mm. Like, I think he is a little bit, um, I guess, hard, hard done, done by. Yeah. No, I, I definitely feel that they should have pushed him up to maybe around eighty. Um, I think uh, who's this Foden was already eighty-four, so it doesn't seem like he's changed. If he was, if it, if it was, if it wasn't eighty-four. Uh, last year, then it was 83. I would have cool. pushed him to maybe 85, and then definitely well, that's would, have given, would have given Greenwood to like put some respect on his name. Yeah, I would yeah. have put some respect on his name because they're saying he's the same as Mata, basically, who's also 78. Yeah. And like, who was it now? Sorry, I was thinking of oh, Sancho. That's it. Sancho's 87. Hmm. So it's not like, and then even Mbappe is ninety-one. It's like it's not like they can't give these kids high yeah, ratings. Like I know, yeah. I know, Sanchez had an amazing like his numbers at Dortmund were out of this world, yeah. but we all know Foden's world class, yeah. and maybe Greenwood's not quite there, just not in, consistent enough. But this season, at least, he's started very, very well. Yeah. He's, he's actually found the season that he had maybe two years ago yeah. when he was. Broke when he broke onto the scene as a 17 year old. So, right. yeah, I mean, I don't know. The guy, uh, I, I do feel it's hard done by, but hey, that's FIFA for you. Bro. No, the one I want to load here is uh, what do you call it? I want to look at the Chelsea squad as well. 
and oh, okay. um, and the city squad. So I'm going to load both of them there just to see how they compare at the end of the I'm day. I'm interested because... to see what they rated Marcus Alonso because he's actually had a decent season. Like yeah. The thing is, you know, I, I don't know why that guy as a left back doesn't do better. I don't know if it's a mental thing or what it is because, like, in terms of his his ability to 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 move the ball forward, I think he's great. Yeah. The way he can oh, cross yeah. balls in and stuff like that, and even his physique, it's not like he's carrying weight like a Hazard or something like that to slow mm-hmm. him down. Like he's super no. lean. Like he's he's got a proper footballer's physique and you know ability, sure. I would say. But I don't know what it is that he doesn't shine through, or if he has lapses of concentration. Um, you probably find your brother's got more of an in-depth analysis to find out why he. He isn't a bit highly rated, but I like Alonso to be honest with you. But he's not oh, the yeah. first name no, on, your, on, your, on your sheet. It seems like no, no, no. But but he's. I think it's a mental thing with him. I don't know. Like, yeah, I think I've seen him a few times where he just kind of gets too involved or looks like he's switched off. Or yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, yeah, definitely interesting what his rating is. But also, that city team is going to be scary. Yeah. No, so like in terms of, you know, um, oof, okay, there's a huge, um, so I was about to say around your first four, it's like, you know, tied and then they, they then there's like city, 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 city. So Kevin wow. De Bruyne, 91. Yeah. Kante, 90. Edison, 89. Mm-hmm. You know, it's think- not a bad rating. No, no, no. I, I think definitely minimum is right. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. like, yeah, maybe they're going to push it to 90, but hey. You know, who are we? Lukaku, I think, got a bit hard done, done by, but maybe sure. by one or two. He's 88. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although he has gone quiet a bit, um, but yeah, it is what it is. Raheem Sterling, sure. 88. Nothing much has changed there, which no. is, I don't know if that's right, but 88 is still, I guess it is. It's a little, I think it's lenient. Yeah. You know, they could have 86, 87 would have mm. still been like realistic because mm. he is, he's, he's gone back to kind of his Liverpool days where he's hot and cold. Yes. You know, like after a year at City, like he was molded into this plan. He was unbelievable. 100%. And now the last year, he's kind of been here and there. Like he had a good Euro. So he had a very yeah. good Euros. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, he's for City. He's kind of, he's almost being pushed out in a way. Yeah. But it's hard because they don't have a striker at City. So it's like, they do have a striker. They yeah. just want to play him as a striker. Fair and Torres. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. I believe. But does he also... Well, does he want to play striker? Because I know, like... When they, when they, they played him real... down. Yeah, when they played him... So it seems like what they're doing in terms of the city formation is that they're putting Gabriel Jesus out wide. And apparently mm-hmm. he was a right winger before he came to... to that's to where he city. wants to play. Yeah, that's where he wants to play. And he's doing well. In terms so, of assists, yeah. and he's still scoring. He's cutting oh, yeah. and scoring goals. And I was just like... Why don't you put him out there? Obviously, you got uh, Mares and you know competition on the left side, Foden, and, yeah, and, sure. and, and Foden also probably yeah. creep in that side. But I'm just like he's doing well there, and I think that's where he's going to play. Um, it seems mm-hmm. like they're going to put him out there. That's where he plays for Brazil. Yeah, you know that's what he does for Brazil. That's and that's that's kind of where he wants to be. And, yeah. and and it sort of makes sense because when I used to play, if I had to play with City, I would always take. Jesus off because just in terms of FIFA wise, I'm just like, eh. But now, I, yeah. technically speaking, put him out wide. Obviously, if you don't have a Riyadh or whatever you call it, like it opens up that you sure. it's another striker. Obviously, if anyone who plays with City on the FIFA, you know, first thing that you do is to try buy a striker because Aguero is not there anymore. Um, but I yeah. definitely think that yeah. uh, Jesus, I was gonna, I, I think a lot of people thought that he'll get sold. 
But I think now they've put him out on the right wing. Yeah, sure. He's doing well. He's doing well, to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, Ryan Sterling, no, I think, yeah, is, as you, 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 you're right, player. he will get pushed out um, slowly, but I think also yeah. we'll give him extensions and also depends where else was he, is he going to go, you know, where else would they want to accept him. Um, well, Barcelona is apparently interested in it. Wow. Yeah, but, apparently Barca are quite interested. Whether they have to wait for his contract to run out or hmm. they can... I don't know. Maybe give Suarez. Well, they won't. They won't give uh, what's his name Aguero back because I think Pep doesn't want Aguero anymore. But yeah, it's. I think he might end up going to Barca. Like I could see that happening. Like especially if Barca can mm. sort themselves out, get rid of like Dembele and all those yeah people that just chew up money. Yeah, and haven't done it. That's another one. That's uh, your like the thing is that he was exciting to watch and you were happy when Barca supported him, but I don't think he's done anything more than five games per season or something. No, I think he's, I think he's given, he's got a rating of like 83, I think. Yeah. So like, yeah, him and Bale are almost on par. Hmm. Um, so yeah, Ryan yeah. Sterling, 88, sorry. Uh, uh-huh. You say? No, 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 I was going to say, let's see the rest of them. Okay, then got Ruben Diaz, 87. I also think a bit hard done by, but hey, like, yeah, I think for him, in terms of put it this way, he's he wasn't on my radar before he moved to City, and obviously no. he made a change, and I'm sure they all gave really gave him a bump up a little bit, and then this mm-hmm. is definitely, I'm sure, a bit of an increase compared to what he was like in the previous years. Sure. Uh, sure. No, it's, still, it's still a very very good rating for a centre back. Like, yeah, he's rated more than Rafael Varane, for instance. Yeah, so. Like it's yeah. I would and the thing is that the thing is that Van Dyke has proven it over a couple of seasons, you know, about yeah, you know, two good seasons. So I can see their 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 uh, their maybe the negligence to push them up to the same level. But realistically speaking, and obviously based on form, and if both of them are fit, I would choose Diaz before I would choose Van Dyke. Or obviously, if that's 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 a very hard decision, maybe. Obviously, sure. the best would be to have both of them because, but yeah. maybe you can't have two Obviously. leaders. Um, who would be no, the one? No. Who would be the shot caller? Maybe a bit more Van Dyke sure. because maybe of the age and stuff like that. But the age and experience, yeah. Ruben Diaz is a solid player. Uh, then you, so oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, now we're getting there, and it's just city, city, city. So, so last time I mentioned was Romelu Lukaku. We've got Raheem Sterling, yeah. Ruben Diaz, Jao Cancelo, Riyad Mahrez, Laporte, Rodri, Bernardo Silva. Then the next Chelsea player, and. Okay, Mares, you're 86. I can't complain with that. Cancelo, 86. I can't complain with that. Laporte, yeah. he's quiet. The thing is, he actually he, he he's a baller, but he's quiet. Like you know, he's, he's he doesn't turn heads. Um, no, he's, I don't think you notice it, but he is very subtle in his presence. He, he makes a difference. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's just like I don't know if you have a lock on in a rugby team that just does all the dirty work, and you never yeah. see him. He never carries yeah. the ball. He's not flashy. Yeah. Yeah. But he hits every rock. He yeah. makes all his tackles. Yeah, he's just yeah someone that's in the background. Um, I, I do like Laporte, Rodri, um, eighty six mm-hmm. maybe. I think they could have pushed him up to eighty seven, especially after that tackle or that save that he basically had against Liverpool last oh, weekend. Yes, yeah. uh-huh. like that I thought, good. I thought that was a goal, and then all of a sudden, you know, foot of death out of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> denied. Um, so Rodri's there. Then Bernardo Silva, also I think baller. I'm not a big fan oh, of yeah. playing with Bernardo, Bernardo Silva on FIFA because I think he just you know carries the ball a lot slower. Um, sure. I think it's a different type of 
you have to be a different type of player, sort of like you know, hold your control and look for the yeah, runs that a, he makes. He's, yeah, sure, sure. But they used to put him out as a right winger in the previous version of the game, Bernardo Silva. But now that they see they've made him a cap, um, then you get Mr. Ballon d'Or or future Ballon d'Or, 85. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's 85, huh? Yeah. And I guess Havertz is, I think Havertz is 84. Yeah, we're going to get there. Yo, like, it's, yo, these two squads have got a lot in that. Obviously, it's it's only De Bruyne and Galo Kante in the 90s. And then between sure. that 90 and, um, you know, around Reese James or I'd say Zinchenko at 80, there's a lot of players in between. There's a lot oh, yeah. like we still we still going and these are just two clubs. So yeah, they there's there's what this yeah there's depth yeah. there's depth because now we're on Jorginho 85, Thiago Silva 85. Now it goes okay. back to a bit of city run again. Okay, Gundogan 85. Like yeah, that's city. That's you know how many men- how many players we just mentioned from City already, and we still like yeah. And so many of these guys like won't even start every single game. No, these are like squad players, man. Like it's it's yeah. The conversation is like, different at that club. Like I and, and the, 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 I'll, I'll, it's going to be scary to see what Newcastle is going to be like. Maybe I should take a snapshot of the team now and yeah. five years from now and be like, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There won't be anyone left. Yeah, except for Saint Maxim. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. SMX probably be the only one left. Yeah. So you got Ilke Gunnagwan, Carl, uh, Carl Walker, 85. Like, he, you know, he's, 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 I won't say he's old, but yeah, fastest but player. He's, no, he's just, yeah, he's solid, though. He's solid. Uh, Jack Grealish, 84. Phil Foden, 84. ZH, 84. Kai Havertz, 84. Timo Werner, 84. Maybe a bit generous. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's probably a rating of 84 and shooting is like 66 or something. Uh, I can find <laughs> out for you and just give me two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like what's his finishing? That's all we overall need pace, shooting, pass, dribbling, defense. Um, Timo Werner, so he's 84. Pace is 91, shooting 81, passing 70. Yeah, shooting is 81. yeah, 81. Yeah, that's that sounds yeah. about right. It's, it's yeah. average, it's not great. No, I think where he makes it up is definitely the pace, but mm. yeah, sure. And then you've got next Kovacic, which is 83. Ooh, oh, this no. is maybe a bit dirty, but I think it's because of age. Fernandinho, 83. Hey, he's such as it is, I think, because of age, but I remember not so long ago, he was rated like 89 or 88 yeah. in the game. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe because he's getting a bit old and he hasn't run the midfield. Like Gundogan was more of their holding midfielder in a way. Obviously, banged in goals, but yeah, for, I think Fernandinho kind of just was a little bit more in the background. He's a bit passive, a solid yes. player. Oh, yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. The keeper, eighty-three, Mendy. He's still young. I think maybe that's maybe. I don't know. What do you feel? Yeah, about yeah. Mendy? Only gave him eighty-three. Yeah, oh, I think oh, he should I like be him. Eighty-four, eighty-five, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah. At least like, if not De Gea's rating, or a little bit better. Like, I think he came in and he, he made a big difference. Like, mm. it, like, I wouldn't say they took a risk on him, but it was like, you know, that uh, what's his name is definitely not going to be your goalkeeper. What's the guy's name? Kepa. As Kepa. <laughs> like yeah, they needed someone and I think Mendy was a good buy for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like he's a solid goalkeeper. I do I do think he'll like oh you like you say he's young. He's definitely gonna get better. But 
I think, you know, 83 is maybe a little low for him. Yeah, no, I think, and probably if people aren't, um, you know, FIFA connoisseurs or people that play as much as we do, you think that, oh, what are we complaining about? Like, it's extra one or extra two. It makes a difference because, like, you know, in terms of building up your squad and who it is that you're going to yeah. select because you've got a big squad like this, sometimes you are going to, one choose based on how you're gonna play your game, your formation, but also it's gonna be based sure. on numbers. Like if there's an 84 player, yeah. 84 midfielder versus 85 midfielder, unless there's a huge reason why you choose the 84 midfielder, like you know you're gonna choose the guy which is 85. And yeah. these small sure. things do make a difference. And that's what I'm saying. Like for me, where it gets annoying is that I would want to play Fernandinho, but I'm just like ah, 83, so I'll go obviously for Rodri. Um, sure, but sure. maybe it's more realistic in real life. But Fernandinho is still definitely a baller. Uh, yeah, Mason Mount eighty-three. Oof. Mm, I think that's a good rating for him. Like he's solid. Mm. Yeah, because like, I guess if you, if you bump him up to eighty-four, then you're saying he's as good as Foden. I don't think so. I don't know, man. Sometimes what he does for Chelsea, like he's been like the talisman of the team for quite a while. Mm. Like he comes in and he makes he does make a big difference for Chelsea. Like he's one of like this American guy is like one of his favorite players. Like hmm. he just looks at the squad and he's like, Oh, Mount's not playing, like we're in trouble. Like ah. when Mount comes on, oh yeah, like the your guy, brother, this your brother's the same, actually. Like the was oh, dude, when Mount, he came to England as well, we have in the Euros, yeah. he was always saying his Mount starting. I was like, but guys, why yeah. why do we why are we talking about Mount? But apparently he's a, I, he's a thing. I, I well, I was also the same, like, why are we talking about this kid? Like he's in the championship <laughs> with Lampard, like I like him. brought him back. Yeah, sure, but oh, he is good though, man. He's okay. got pace. He can finish. He's got he's good an shooting. X-factor. Yeah, definitely. Like I think he's going to be an England like, yeah, a consistent player for England in the next couple of years. Like, I think he'll he'll definitely. I think it's a good rating. Like Foden, obviously, you're playing at City, so you know you're going to be uplifted by all your teammates. You're playing with such a good squad. Hmm. Not that Chelsea isn't a good squad, but you know, like. It's just exciting. There's so many good young English players. Mm. Like I think in '83, that's yeah, it's not bad. Mm. It could have maybe been the same with Foden, but it's still it's still a very good rating, I think. Okay. Um, they've got uh, next Gabriel Jesus '83. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't really complain about that aspect as 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 Billy Quetta. As Billy Quetta, yeah. It's time to off. '83, John Stones '83. Yeah, I don't think he's that great. So I think you know he he relies on like Diaz makes him look good. You at least okay. Yeah, like I think still he's a solid defender, but he has got mistakes in him, and uh, yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's. I think that's a good rating for him. I'm, I'm, I don't and think I think also if you look at what defenders do these days, he doesn't really offer much in terms of let's say long balls or you know charges forward yeah. or headers no. to the goal. Box. Yeah, like Diaz will score you a, a free kick or I mean not a free kick, a, yeah. a corner every corner, now and yeah. then. Like he's he's quite a beast in the air. Yeah. Whereas I think Stones is maybe not quite that physical. Like mm. yeah, he's not a bad defender, but I think that's a fair rating. Okay. Antonio Rudiger, 83. I also think that's maybe a bit tough. Like, I think he's, yeah, he's, a he's solid, man. He's solid. solid. I think, yeah, I think he's a machine. Yeah. But at any rate, 83, maybe it's, you know, a bit of an age thing. 
who knows? I know his pace is a bit slow, but he he yeah. backs himself yeah. on pace. I know that uh, one of the interviews he he said that no, I I can move, but who doesn't? You know, who's actually going to be like yeah? yeah oh, I mean, it was the same. Declan Rice was saying the same thing. It's like, why am I slower on every FIFA? I'm not slow. <laughs> like I'll go and race people, and they're not thirty pace faster than me. Like we'll go and race on the field, and it's like, yeah, I guess it's just the way FIFA do it. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they've got a, a lot of 80 players. You know, Saul. He hasn't. I don't know yeah, if he's no, actually played squad. for Chelsea yet. Who's that? Saul from Atletico. Oh yeah, no, I don't think he has. No, I thought he got great. What is he? 82. Yeah, 82. I thought that was a bit low for him because him and Thomas Partey used to dominate that yeah. midfield. Like. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know what his last season was like. I didn't watch or mm. read anything, really. But, yeah, I mean, he hasn't, play, he hasn't played yet, no. But, I mean, it's a good squad. Still better than our best midfielder, other than Pogba, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and in the two squads, like, then we start, like, the last four or last five, which are below 80. And that just shows that between City and uh, Chelsea, your lowest rate to play is 77. Um, so for City, that's Zach Steffen, which is the goalkeeper, the, the American goalkeeper. goalkeeper yeah. yeah. Nathan Aki. Yeah. Nathan Aki, I also believe is yeah, yeah, you should never see 80 that guy. But like no, yeah. <laughs> he's just very, very much a rotational player. Yeah. Ross Barkley. Um, I never even knew he was still at Chelsea, but he's still there at Chelsea. Uh, I think he came on the other night. Kepa, 79. <laughs> 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 and then Marcus Alonso. Yeah, he's gonna have a trade. Uh, one of his traits should be refuses to be subbed. So yeah. you're trying to sub him on the game and he just, no, waves you off. Like, no. Not <laughs> but it's actually it's quite sad to think the fact that, you know, we're all going to remember him for that and ever since that, like, you know, he's taken a dive. Because I think he was good until that moment. Um, oh, dude, yeah. When they bought him, he was like, yeah, he was definitely penciled to be one of the best striking goalkeepers in the world. Hmm. I think I think he needs to move away. He needs to go and reinvent. He needs to do a shares. Yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. He needs to do a shares. Definitely. Yeah. So in terms of excitement and everything that's around FIFA, um, you know, there's obviously all the players, and we couldn't cover all the clubs, but those are the ones which are probably have the most, um, you know, yeah. cloud behind them that we'll talk about. Are there any honorable mentions that you'd like to maybe discuss or look at? Um, I think definitely um, just for curiosity, Bamford. I'm sure he hasn't gone above 80. No, I doubt that. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna run to the toilet quickly and then I'll come back. We can no, chat no about some uh, some of those. Just give me like two minutes. That's chill. So, yeah, I think Bamford. Like you said, I don't think he's going to be over 80. But another, I mean, you can probably maybe pull up the lead squad because I'm also interested to see uh, Colvin Phillips. <laughs> I knew it. You know, the future Manchester United player, that guy. Unless he goes to Newcastle. Oh, no. Surely not. <laughs> Surely not. But I know I was listening. They did say one of the Leeds players, because he is linked with United. Okay. Um. One of the Leeds players or ex-Leeds player, like he's not going to be welcome in Leeds if he goes to United because they are very close to each other. It's a huge rivalry. Oh, really? Like, yeah, they. Oh yes, I remember you mentioned. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm still getting that Bamfizi shirt. But I remember you mentioned. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. Don't worry. 
we'll get it. We just got to convince a Manchester United fan <laughs> to, to go and buy it for us. <laughs> uh, wow. Like, I'll, I don't know if it's the page that's not loading, but they've put the bare minimum unless the rest of the players aren't even mentioned because... Um, yeah, I think there's a obviously on the FIFA rating side, I think they get to a certain point where they just don't mention you. I think if you're below like a 75, you're not mentioned on this website. Okay. Um, I think just obviously for data. Okay. Sake. So, best rated player, Rafinha. Can't really debate that. Yeah. Two, though, only. No. <sighs> yeah. Oh, Calvin no. Phillips, 81. Mm. Mm, yeah, I think that's not not horrible. It's not horrible, but like, I think it's, it's a lack of exposure. And it is, because if you side. think about... Yeah, definitely. Because if you look at what they rated Jordan Henderson at 84, mm. like, he, he... I think Calvin Phillips will keep Henderson out of that England squad. Mm. Like, I think it's either going to be... Well, it will either be Declan Rice or Calvin Phillips that make way for Henderson. Yeah. And I think depending on who they play obviously but i think calvin phillips offers more going forward than either other or than both of those two correct like and yeah Declan rice is a good defender but depending who you play in what game style or whatever game plan you have i think i think henderson will struggle to get into that midfield mm-hmm. but then again he is playing at liverpool which is a big team and they've done well so he gets a good rating so i think calvin phillips may be a little bit hard done by yeah, I don't think I, I believe in terms justice. of the quality that he has and what he offers, but I think it's a thing of yes, he's made the England side now, so we only started to see him. He's only starting sure. to make waves. Their eyes on him now, um, so it'll take. A, yeah, this a, is a only his more. second season in the Correct. big leagues. You know? Correct, but I think he's a baller. Uh, Rodrigo, oh, yeah. seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's a solid. He's uh, playing up front, right? It's striker. Yeah, no, he's a cam actually. He can oh, play he striker. He can play okay. striker, but he's a cam. Um, yeah, like they don't really rate the 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 Leeds players. Junior Furpo, seventy eight. Jack Harrison, seventy eight. He was the guy which used to be at City. Patrick yeah, Bamfiti, seventy eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. He scored, what is it? I don't know, like almost 20 goals last season. I yeah. think that's a little rough. Yeah. Like, Especially now, what were they going to give him? 78 for shooting? No, man, guys. Timo Werner's better. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that Bamford has had some questionable shots, but he's put the ball in the, in the back yeah, of the but net. Yeah, but he puts ball goals in the back of the net than, than Werner does. And Timo Werner. Yes. So it's like, eesh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh, Dan James is really pacey, huh? 95. Oh, okay. Yeah, he is He is quick. What is, what's his rating? He's 77. 70. It hasn't changed. That's exactly the same as he is in, uh, in FIFA 21. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say, I think he's, that's much the same. And then the last person that they list here is Meslier, Mes, Meslier the goalkeeper. And that's oh, what's his it. rating? 77 as well. He's the lowest one. Okay. That's still featuring on the website. That's about that for Leeds. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, you know what would be interesting? Maybe pull up the Brentford squad. I want to see what they've rated. Because <laughs> they never rate they never rate a newly promoted team well. Like, yeah, you know, like it's they'll be they gotta basically make them one of the worst teams in the league, regardless of how well they did last year. Like, and it's like even now you see, I mean, I'm sure if you compare that lead squad to Last year's, I mean, you played Leeds. I'm mm. sure there's some improvements. I know that Rodrigo was not really good. actually. 
I oh, think they all really exactly the same, to be honest with you, from from my memory. Interesting. I don't even think. Okay. I think Rafinha was actually eighty three. Eighty three. I know he yeah. was eighty three. Yeah, because I have played with him too. Yeah, they don't have any no data found for the Brentford. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah they're too so, low. I just I wanted to see what that even Tony was. Uh, no, they're too low. See what his penalties were. His penalties were ninety nine. <laughs> No, they're too low. Um, the only one I think oof, I, I I feel maybe we won't find them. Uh, Jack Wilshire, obviously now not that uh, we oh yeah talk, but uh, it seems like he's training at Arsenal now. Arteta's yeah, I saw you sent them in the group. What what yeah. did they just they offer him a contract or is it just <sighs> training? I think they're hesitant to say anything about it. I know that um, it's sort of like a thing where he was practicing with the team in Italy. I think it was, and they. Yeah, he's not on. I can't find him on the thing. He was practicing with the team in Italy, and I don't know what happened with that. That's where I thought he was going to play. Uh, okay. I think it was a, uh, I don't know if it was a Serie A side or maybe Serie B side. Um, so, so I know he was practicing there, and he said, you know, he's just trying to find a home at the end of the day. And I really feel sorry yeah, for it. And sure. I remember we spoke about it to said, yeah, you know, he'll be a positive influence for Arsenal players, especially the youngsters and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah, I did find his rate. Uh, FIFA, no, it's 21, I think. He was rated 74, I think. Sure. Yeah, that's when he was still at Bournemouth. Yeah, I'm not too sure what he can do. Um, you know, obviously there was injury bone. He's, he's looking fit and lean, to be honest, yeah. from the pictures that I've seen, but he's training with the guys. So I don't know if it's one of those things where, you know, based on how he trains and if they see a place for him, you know, they might give him something. I hope that's the case. Sure. Otherwise... Yeah, no, I, I think we all like him. Yeah, otherwise I believe that maybe he should take the opportunity to say, well, why, while he's there, get into the coaching. Yeah, sure. Um, Just yeah. be like, yeah, start coaching and then at least play with the youngsters. You can go play under 19, 123 or reserves, whatever or it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think, the, you know, it might have done him well, like, to have had not played a lot of football over the last what is it normally three three seasons mm, probably mm, mm. like if he can obviously i don't know how if he kept himself fit or whatever he did but hopefully something like that would give him enough time off like he's only 28 i believe like with yeah, three years off 29 yeah in my age 29 so yeah. he's like in his prime you know he's he's hitting his prime as an, a male adult like yeah uh, three years off, you'd hope he'd give his body a little bit of a rest. And now mm. he he could, obviously, we know he's very injury prone. So he could also retire this year because mm. he's too injured. But because he's had such a long break, you could also see him playing into his like mid-30s, mm. you know, especially maybe not in the Premier League, unfortunately. But like you say, maybe he plays the reserves, gets his coaching badges and mm. starts coaching. I think that might, I'm sure he's thinking of something like that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely struggled over the last few years since he left Arsenal. I think as as he had the opportunity to stay on when Bernard Emery came and then he decided to leave. Um, to leave. Which I'm sure it was an emotional decision because, you know, um, his dad was Wenger at the end of the day. But yeah, yeah I think he's yeah. regretted that decision. Um, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I don't think it's been a good move for him at all. No. But I'm very happy with the fact that they've given him some sort of opportunity. And I do get to the fact that I think the only way that we see him in an Arsenal jersey again, you know, playing again is if he can produce. Because look at what happened with uh, Thierry Henry when he came back to score that, you know, winning goal against yeah. I can't yeah. remember who it was, you know. He was also old. 
but yeah, obviously yeah, big, thick beard yeah teary and that, that <laughs> moment gave you goosebumps like you know oh, i think anyone even if you weren't Arsenal oh. fan at the time i think you were just so happy to see him and you know put in the r1 shot basically on the mm-hmm. ground still and just like a classic oh, like classic exactly yeah um it was it was it was almost the complete opposite when uh Lampard played for City and scored the winner again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love. And I was like, oh, yes, please. Thank you. Those, those two moments, that one as well as the Iniesta the goal, Barcelona versus Chelsea, are oh. my favorite ones against uh, yeah. uh, Chelsea. Like, you and your brother, still to this day, he says that that was, you know, a gut wrenching feeling. Like, he still has oh. the emotion. He still remembers how he felt when Iniesta put in that last goal. Uh, but the Lampard one, I remember yeah. you. People like us, snotty. <laughs> must have cried. <laughs> yeah, that was, I think, hard for everyone to watch. Even me as like a United fan, I was like, mm, I don't know, man. I would not like that. Yeah. Like, it would have been exactly the same if Ronaldo went to City. And then all of a sudden came and peppered us at all traffic. Like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Oh, but these things happen, you know, this year. Who was it? Uh... I can't remember this player, the Arsenal player with the dreadlocks that went to Tottenham. Uh, oh, Adebayo. Adebayo, yeah. You know, so it, it happens to everyone. <laughs> and then he ran all the way to celebrate in front of the Arsenal fans. Oh, you know what? This is a little unsavory. But so after he did that, obviously he scored a goal and he ran all the way and he like went into the knee slide in front of the Arsenal fans. Yeah. You know, the Arsenal, I have a friend, one of our guys that work on the boat, he's not here anymore, English guy from Liverpool, but he supports support United. Okay. And one of his best mates is like an Arsenal fan or a Tottenham fan, I can't remember. And they were at the game and they they made a song, Arsenal fans made a song for him. Adebayo, Adebayo. Oh, yes. Your dad washes elephants and your and mom is a whore. whore. Yes. You're like, like yeah. He's got a rough, and it's like there's a video of it on YouTube. Yes, the yes, guy's yes. getting carried off on a stretcher, and they're singing that to him. And I'm like, "Yo, these guys are ruthless, man." No, there's I no think love there. They, they, <laughs> when it comes to football and teams and stuff like that, like, I don't think we've we in South Africa feel that any sort of rivalry. I don't think there's really much of a, you know, Gauteng versus Western Cape no. versus Eastern Cape type no. thing, except for maybe a bit of the rugby franchises at a point. But, but then even then, it's civilized. It's, it's civilized. You know, there's no hooliganism. Yeah, we're not fighting. We're such a big country. You no. know? They're so small in the UK. Mm. Um, and they still decide that, you know, they're going to fight against their, their, their people. Yeah. Uh, maybe the Soweto and derby give, gets hot. Uh, but I don't think people are fighting. again, once everybody... No, it's like... No, I don't think they're fighting. Not like in the streets, throwing mm. each other and kicking mm. people on the floor. Like, to be fair, it's the minority of the fans in England... But it happens. Like mm. they, they are so passionate, and it's like they identify so much with that club or their their town. Mm. That like, if you're if if Manchester United playing City, mm. and United lose the derby, like the next two weeks, like as a United fan, like your life's hell. Like yeah, you're depressed. You this yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everywhere you go, you get given shit. But then you like you you just sad. Like you're upset. You you know. I guess the best, like, like the closest approximation of us would be school fixtures. You know, Derby days, Southbourne yeah, versus sure. Dale versus. Yeah. There's a bit of hype, sure. you know. Um, these guys want exactly yeah. your friends, and you want to go out and kill yeah. everyone. Exactly. Them, so. Sure. No, fair enough. 
but it's yeah it's it is it's definitely got some passionate fans England's like I would like oh I can't wait to actually go to England like never been but like when I do go um one or Abby one of the girls on board she's got a her, her stepfather's got season tickets so I'll definitely go watch United play a few times yeah but then I also just want to do a tour and just go around and watch all this from all the stadiums and just see oh, that's especially the big cool. derby the derby games would be nice to watch man yeah like, go and watch Tottenham Arsenal you know like Chelsea United or Liverpool United or yeah just go watch some of those big games yeah see how see how the fans react and the funny because we never really get the songs on TV you know we don't hear no all the chants and like and, when I was and you, and you can't <laughs> because of yeah. the swear words as you said well exactly and like this guy that I shared a room with he was the guy from Liverpool that's for United like him and I would sit in the crew mess and watch United play and like he just starts singing chants and like I had no idea what he was singing but he's like yeah this is what they sing at Old Trafford he's like you need okay. to go sit there this is where the hooligans sit this is where you start like yelling at the other people and like you're right there and it's like like he loved it man. i was like frothing at the mouth it's like he just wanted to go back and sit in old traffic and yell at <laughs> it's like and you know it's most of the young kids like um like the season ticket that i could go and watch it's like right at the entrance where the players walk out and like that's yeah. considered the family stand okay. like you know it's far away from anything else like it's very very chilled but then if you want to go and get involved in the whole hooliganism side, like there's a certain stand that you want to go and sit in. And I'm sure it's like that at most clubs. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's it's definitely the, the minority of the fans that are like that, but they are, it still happens. I mean, not so long ago, there were videos over YouTube or online, I guess, with people just fighting in the streets, kicking yeah. people over. Like, yeah, it was quite a quite a rough day for some people. No, I think when I was, where where was I going? I don't believe where I was taking, I can't remember where I was taking a train from or to. Uh, I think possibly to the airport going from uh, where I was staying to the Birmingham City Airport. But um, I think there was a whole bunch of Liverpool fans that came off one of the trains, you know, their scarves that were there. So it must have been either a yeah. game or a... Uh, uh, Birmingham City game or something like that and I saw it I was like okay so this is the vibe this is the spirit you know people getting on the train and going together uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, and they were very loud they were very drunk um, it was a bit unpleasant put it that way but you sort of sort of sure, like you, sure. you, you understand I think another one that I would love to witness is yeah for me I think I'd love to go to Camp Nou um just oh, because yeah. obviously it's just the and, history. Uh, yeah, the history yeah. put it that more 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 for that. I don't think I'd want to watch a game, but just to go see Camp Nou. And definitely yeah. the yellow wall at Dortmund. The Burnham. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that I would, think that would be crazy. Yeah. Um that would be something to see because I see that they're very creative. And you know, that's really obviously it was performances by the Dortmund uh, players that really brought attention to the club because you know they yeah. had the Champions League run. But sure. with that Champions League run, you could see how passionate those how passionate yeah. the fans were and what they were yeah. doing. Like, you know, they got really creative with this type of stuff that they did with the stable people in the stands yeah. and stuff like that. It's the same with um, was it Iceland and in, in the World Cup, you know, with the, yeah. the Viking yeah. clap and stuff like that. Like, you know, mm -hmm. those things like they give you goosebumps and you'd want to oh, be in that atmosphere do. to be like, okay, like it's is, watching yeah, it is one thing, but listening and being there is something else. 
well for sure like the only time i've ever come across like fans that have been a bit rowdy so to speak was when i was living in monaco um so obviously monaco play in the, the league uh, and i can't remember who they were playing but the, everyone comes via train like public transport is so good in europe and i remember walking back from a train station and it was before the game and i remember the police the monaco police had like confiscated i'm outlying on like seven or eight black trash bags full of alcohol that they had taken off these guys in the train <laughs> then they went and they played the, they watched the game i don't know the result i didn't even know who they were playing at that point i can't remember um and then after the game like a 10 minute walk from the marina where the boat was um all these fans came around the marina like also drunk just singing kicking things like just wanting to fight like I remember looking outside the back deck and I'm like, oh shit, this is a bit scary. Like, These <laughs> really? guys, oh yeah, it was like, oh, then obviously the police came, like, because the train station entrance is like right at the marina. So they were just going back to the train. But like, yeah, you can just see how people, and it's also like a bit of a mob mentality at that yeah. point, you know. You just need one so, idiot who feels brave because he's got numbers behind. But once he starts something, exactly, they should yeah. join in because it's like, oh well, yeah. safety numbers. Yeah, exactly. Like, they can't, they can't throw us all in jail. <laughs> that's, what they think. that's what they think at least 